You are now listening to the Life at Humble podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host, David Nguyen, and on today's episode, we are going to share a conversation we had with Matthew from the LGBTQ Plus Resource Center. Find out how they connect with other equity hubs, what kinds of programs they run, and how they offer a safe space during a pandemic. If you have any questions about this week's episode, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram by searching at Life at Humble. With that said, enjoy and see you on the next one. All right. Hi, how are you doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing great. All right. So let's just jump into it. Um, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining. Um, I'm Bray from the Life at Humber team, and this is our We Got You series where we answer your big questions. So today's guest is a Humber alumni and from the Child and Youth Worker Program, and he's also the coordinator of the LGBTQ Plus Resource Center. Um, we're welcoming today Matthew Travel. Thank you so much um, for being here today. Thank you for having me. Great. Um, let's get started. So this year is obviously very different from other years in that many of the students um, at Humber and Gulf Humber are starting their and continuing their Humber journeys from home. So we invited you here today to share with us what the LGBTQ plus resource center is doing to stay connected with the Humber community and how can students participate? Cool. Yeah, for sure. I think um, so. Normally, when I talk about the LGBTQ plus resource center, I always say that uh the major component of what we do is like offer space for students right um this year obviously um due to covid the resource center is not going to be open in a like a physical sense at either of the campuses so as a result what we've done is decided to um really just like boost the frequency of our programs as well so programs that typically would be bi-weekly have moved to weekly programs and programs that were previously monthly programs are now bi-weekly. So we're hoping that we're providing more points of engagement for folks to um, get engaged with us. And we're trying to schedule them at kind of varying times so that hopefully one of them will work for people's schedule. Um, we're also really boosting our presence on social media, in particular, like Instagram is our main one. Um, so. We're really trying to keep on top of Instagram just to ensure that folks know what we have going on, when it's happening, what like platform we're using. Um, and yeah, just like making sure people are in the loop for what we got going on. Yeah. So again, the place to stay updated with the LGBTQ plus resource center is um, at Humber LGBTQ here on Instagram. And we'll have um, a link to that in our, um, our description and also on the Humber website on their page. So just look out for things going on there and for updates there. So yeah. thank you folks for the work that you do in preparing wonderful programs and events for students to engage and learn about LGBTQ plus experiences. So um, can you talk about the, the programs and events that you folks are planning for the upcoming year? For sure. So before I um, dive into them all, I should have also said this at the last question, um, but our website has um, in the event section is where you can find a list of almost all of our programming is listed on there. Um, and it also has like hyperlinks if the program is happening on um, Zoom or something like that. Um, you can find the links on there as well. So to jump into the, uh, the programs that we offer. So the first one is called QTalk. Um, QTalk is like how I describe it to people is like our bread and butter program. We've had it um, 
since always kind of thing. And it's really just like a queer led discussion group talking about issues that are relevant to the community or um, that are like a current hot topic at that time. It's always um, peer led and peer facilitated by our work study students. Um, and yeah, it's, it's meant to be just kind of a space where people can like have those conversations, right, with like-minded folks. Um, and it is probably our most popular program and is now happening on a weekly basis. Um, it will be happening on Thursday and you, all the programs I'm going to be talking about, you can see on our Instagram account, we've uh, started putting the posts up for when they'll be happening and their topics and stuff. The next program we have is Transgressions. So Transgressions is very similar to QTalk, um, except Transgressions is one of our few closed programs. Um, so it is a program that is open only to trans, non-binary, two-spirit, or gender non-conforming folks, um, but very similar gist as QTalk, right? We're having conversations that are relevant um, to a certain community. We're just focusing them um, a little bit more to the trans, non-binary, two-spirit, and gender non-conforming community and those experiences. Um, transgressions will be happening on a bi-weekly basis um, and is actually happening today on Mondays. Ooh, um, looking for that. <laughs> yeah. Join in. Um, so that one is, as I mentioned, a closed group. So you have to hold one of those identities to be able to join that program. Whereas most of our other programs are open to anyone in the LGBTQ plus community, but also allies as well. Um, the next program is, this is a bit of a working title. We haven't quite landed on it. And it's called um, QBAC. So again, it's an intentionally focused group um, holding space for experiences of Black, African, and Caribbean LGBTQ plus individuals. So again, this one is uh, one of our closed programs. So you have to hold one of those identities to attend the program. But again, is um, just a, a conversation group that's peer led. Um, but again, this time we're focusing again on a certain community to hold space for. The next program is called Crafty. So Crafty is um, a really good program if you've maybe never attended any of our programs before. Um, this year, it will be happening on Instagram Live on Wednesdays. Um, and it's a craft group, right? So um, <laughs> yeah, you, um, you learn how to make different crafts. The crafts are gonna change each week. The first one is happening this week on Wednesday and it will be origami. Um, yeah, and so it's um, this year because it's at home, obviously we can't like provide you with the supplies as easily as we would if it was like in the resource center. So instead what we'll be doing is trying to get um, supplies that are readily available to people, right? Like things that you can pick up from a Dollarama and you can just kind of watch the video, maybe get a little inspired. And then at a later point, you can watch the video again and maybe follow along and make it yourself. Mm -hmm. The next program we have is Q Media. So Q Media is this year going to be a weekly program. Um, and it's a media slash art conversation program, right? Again, it's peer led by the work study students um, and kind of looking at different mediums of art, different um, LGBTQ artists, so what, whatever medium they may be um, doing their work in. 
and looking at like representation as well in the media what is like good representation but then also like what is harmful representation um again a bi-weekly program i don't remember what date it's falling on off the top of my head but it will be posted on our instagram okay will that be held on instagram live or is that going to be on zoom that's going to be a zoom program um because it's very kind of conversational right so mm -hmm. it doesn't really lend itself as well to uh, an online or uh, an Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> the next one we have is uh, the book club program. So um, the book club program is a program that we've run kind of sporadically over the past couple of years. But this year we decided that uh, to launch it again in quarantine because it is just very apt for that. Um, mm -hmm. The book that they're reading this year is called We Have Always Been Here, a queer Muslim me memoir by Samara Habib. Um, and this one is uh, our only program that requires registration. Um, that's just because we order the books for folks and ship it to them. So we want to make sure that we're able to get the books to the people before the program begins. So this one um, has an Instagram post already. And the link is like in our bio if people are interested in registering. Um, but we'll be happening uh, on a bi-weekly basis once we like get it up and running. So do you guys provide the books? Um, so there's no fees for students to join the book club? It's just yeah. registration? That's yeah. fantastic. The book is free. We just uh, ship it to your house kind of thing and you join along. So the first meeting is not like doesn't really require reading but then after that um, the, the leaders of the program will kind of assign pages to be read by the next meeting. That's amazing. The next program is a new program that I'm very excited about, and it's uh, our cooking program. Uh, working title is Queer Kitchen. Um, this program is one that doesn't have a set date or time. So the way we've decided to break it up is every week is a different staff member um, who will be making something at home. Um, all of the meals are going to be done for $20 or under $20. Um, and yeah, so it's, we wanted this one to have a bit of a variable schedule so that people can um, have the opportunity at least once to join in on it. Um, this mm -hmm. week it will be happening at, on Wednesday at 12 p.m. Um, and it will be with me in my house um, and we'll be making um, brown butter chocolate chunk cookies. I also see got some funny cooking. comments. People are saying like cooking with a Q. <laughs> yeah, also great names. I just saw that as well. I'm a big fan of those. Um, so yeah, this one, we, we know that like food brings people together, right? And food gets people to show up to programs as well. Yeah. Um, and we, we just wanted to kind of provide people with some, some inspiration, right? I know myself, it, I am like exhausted with all of the recipes I've made so far. Um, yeah. so we just wanted a space where we were kind of able to highlight other people's food, other people's culture, other people's like cooking yeah. experiences, right? Um, and share that with people. Yeah, that's great. And especially because like everyone needs to cook, right? So why not just, you know, follow along with someone who's already cooking and feeling like, you know, you're connecting. Exactly. And maybe yeah. like treat yourself a little bit, right? Treat make something that you wouldn't you wouldn't normally make, right? Or, right. Or certain things like I think seem hard and scary, uh, but hopefully just like watching some some normal person like myself is able to do it, then, then you can exactly. do it. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? I don't even know how to bake, but like maybe I'll actually learn how to bake by following, by, by tuning in. <laughs> the last program we have is At the Intersections. So At the Intersections is a, collaboration, a collaborative program between all of the different equity hubs on Humber's campuses. So um, it's, excuse me, LGBTQ+, um, the base or Black Academic Success and Engagement, and IEE, so Indigenous Education and Engagement. So um, this is a program where we, again, it's led very similar to a QTOF, right? It's a peer-led program with work studies from each of those three equity hubs. And our goal is twofold, I would say. One is we, we want to foster um, relationships between the equity hubs, right? Um, and just get people to expand their circle, their social circle. The second one is to, to kind of look at like larger issues and um, look at it from different angles, right? So if we, if for example, I look at uh, post-secondary education, right? What does post-secondary education look like being black or being queer or being indigenous, right? And looking at it from all those different angles and hopefully also kind of realizing maybe some of the harm that you inadvertently caused to communities um, and holding space where we're able to kind of share that with one another um, and hopefully just like, yeah, realize some of that and move forward um, with a better understanding of other communities. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, are those all of your programs? Yeah, the, I have one final thing and it's just like kind of one-off programming, right? So we do things for, um, national days of remembrance or national days of observation so i think of things like trans day of remembrance trans day of visibility national coming out day all of these kind of like larger events we mm -hmm. um, often act as like host for them and maybe we bring in speakers or um, facilitate like an, a knowledge fair kind of thing it changes each year and every event's unique um, but oftentimes those are collaborating with some of our other campus partners like First Year Experience or the Life at Humber team. Mm -hmm. That's great that um, you guys are providing programming all year round. So we're constantly learning and engaging with um, LGBTQ plus experiences. And I truly believe that one of the best ways to, for people to learn about um, community experiences is to have great conversations in a safe space. And it really teaches us to be mindful and respectful of other people. So it's great that you guys are providing that safe space for people to be heard and feel seen and ultimately learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Thanks. so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, great. Um, the term equity hub is one that we use for community spaces at Humber. Can you tell us more about what an equity hub is? Sure. So um, when I think of equity hubs, I just think uh, very simply um, the a space for people of shared ex experiences or identities to hold space, right? So um, and build community, right? So if we look at the base, it's a, a space for Black African Caribbean students um, to, to meet peers and to access additional, uh, not, sorry, to access resources um, that are specific to that group, right? Um, if I think of the LGBTQ plus resource center, um, we offer community supports or community connections that maybe um, the wider Humber community isn't as familiar with, right? So um, 
it's really kind of focusing on that identity aspect and pro providing like tailored resources to that community. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. And it's so great that we have these spaces at Humber so people can find these communities and feel like they can be a part of things and learn all about how to be mindful and respectful to everybody. Really, mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. <laughs> um, so be on the lookout for the programs and events that and um, potential hiring opportunities by following LGBT uh, Humber, sorry, at Humber LGBTQ on Instagram or following their page on their website. Um, so for people who who are interested in getting involved, how can students do so? For sure. Great question. Um, we often have lots of people who want to get involved with this space, right? Um, the first and easiest and I would say best way to get involved in this space is to come to programs. Um, as I mentioned, a lot of our programs are open to the, the wider Humber community. You don't necessarily have to identify as LGBTQ. You can identify as an ally as well and still join these programs. Um, any program that maybe doesn't have that option, it will say so in the like Instagram post for it. So we like make sure people are aware. Um, yeah, that's really the best way to get involved when we're open in like a, a normal time. Um, you're always welcome to like swing by the center. Um, it's always staffed with um, Humber staff and work studies and you can chat to them about programs. Um, and then also, if you're like really keen, maybe you've come to the center a bunch, you've come to a bunch of programs. Um, we always do hiring every year in the springtime. Um, and for folks that are really interested in kind of the community and the work that we do, I really recommend um, applying to work with us as uh, the main option, right? Unfortunately, we don't really offer very many volunteer opportunities as um, we don't really have the capacity at this point in time. Like we only have um, two Humber staff managing um, all of our programs and everything. So it can be a little tough to also take on volunteers. Uh, but that being said, if you have ideas of programs or events that you would like to see, um, we're more than happy to partner with people and kind of lift, their up, lift up their ideas and make that come to fruition. Yes, for sure. Um, the best way to get involved is really just showing up and participating mm -hmm. in these events and working on creating that community, right? Being engaged and an involved participant. So thank you so much, Matthew, for going live with us today. And um, if you folks have any questions, please leave them in the comments and we'll get to you as soon as we can. Um, Matthew, do you have any final words of wisdom or additional comments for us? For sure. The last thing I uh, kind of want to share is I think that... Um, like take a moment, we're all in uh, this like quarantined life and being separated from friends, community and school and acknowledge that, right? And take some time for yourself to um, relax and take, take a pause from school and from uh, being on your laptop and being on Zoom and constantly all of these like being connected via technology. Um, and yeah, it's okay to feel uh, disconnected or to feel like you're missing out on those friendships, right? Because um, you are definitely not the only one having those feelings. I have those feelings constantly. <laughs> so um, I think that it's really important to like acknowledge that, right? I think oftentimes we want to kind of put on a brave face and like keep on trucking through this. Um, but like take a moment, acknowledge that and be um, willing to disconnect, but also like maybe 
do things that are a more social aspect, right? And um, build in community and that friend network, um, even in this virtual time. For sure. I think the most important thing is taking care of yourself, because when you take care of yourself, you can better interact with other people. You know, you can, you can um, better, it's like, you know, like putting on like a, um, uh, in an airplane, putting on your mask first before like putting on someone else's mask. You need to make sure that you're doing well yourself before, you know, trying to yeah. help reach out to other people. So thank you so much for tuning in to our live, um, everybody. And thank you so much, Matthew, for um, for talking with us and teaching us all about what the LGBTQ plus resource center is all about. Um, so I really hope that this provided everybody some great information and value. And again, to, um, Stay updated on the Resource Center, follow Humber um, LGBTQ, or follow their page on the Humber website. So thank you very much, everybody. This is the end of our live. I hope everybody is having a great day and has a great day, and stay safe out there. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week. If you enjoyed the episode, do us a favor and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to us and help other Humber College and Wealth Humber students find our content. If you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out on Instagram by searching Light at Humber. Take it easy and we'll see you next time. Bye.